0: Well, welcome back. This is the Surviving Changes Podcast. I'm Heidi, and today we're going to take just a couple minutes to talk about surviving planned changes, and how even planned changes do take adapting, to. There have been two days in my life that literally brought me to my knees. One of them was the day that those dirty cops killed my puppy, and we'll probably never talk about that day um, at all. But the other time is a much more positive time, and I'm going to tell you about it today. Now, back in the mid-1990s, when I started school to become a lawyer, I was far too dumb to realize, that when I said I was going to be a lawyer, that it took seven years and a shit ton of money to do that. And I had a pretty good guess about the shit ton of money part. That's common knowledge. But the seven years in college, I did not even consider looking into that. I was just mad that I had been sexually assaulted on the job and then fired for reporting it and then fucked by the system altogether. All I wanted was a piece of paper that said it was legal for me to turn around and fuck these people back. Um, (laughs) So it wasn't until my third year in college that I wasn't mad anymore and I started wondering what I had actually done. By that point, it was pretty clear I didn't really like people who prefer suits to jeans, but I was also too proud to quit and tell everybody that I was going to go back to delivering pizza at Pizza Hut instead of becoming a lawyer. So, by the time I became a lawyer, I had gotten an associate degree, a bachelor degree, and a juris doctorate. That means that I spent 2,555 days in school. I took a a three-and-a-half-day test, I waited several months before learning if if I passed that test or had to take it again before becoming a lawyer ever. Now that is a long time to get your head wrapped around the idea that your life might change. But I was so focused on getting that piece of paper that I didn't even know that I had became a doctor until graduation ceremony when the guy was standing up talking to the crowd and he said to everybody, now you can say you have a doctor in the family. I'm like... What the fuck to the person sitting next to me? Doctors are graduating here too. And she laughed and she said, Heidi, you have a jurist doctorate now. You are a doctor of law. And so it was that day that I had actually learned even what I had done. I had gone through seven years and didn't realize that the end result was that I was going to be a doctor of law. All I knew was I was going to have a piece of paper that meant that I could fight back. So, But I still hadn't taken that and passed that three-day test yet. And so it was a long three-month wait to also sit and ponder what I had done there. I had planned for all of this. I had worked hard for it. I had put my family through a lot to to get there. By that point, I had committed over 3,000 days to the idea that I was going to be a lawyer someday. I thought I was ready for that idea. And... As I was waiting after I took the test, and I was waiting for the test results to come back three months later, just like we all do, I waited by the mailbox each day. And you know if you passed or not by the thickness of the envelope that you get from the bar association. If it's thin, it's just a letter saying, Congratulations, you're in the club. And if it's big and fat, (laughs) it is a letter telling you, that you suck, that you're not in the club, and specifying exactly why you suck. And so it comes in this very big fat envelope. And so every day, you sit and you wait by the mailbox. And so one day, after these 3,000 days of trying to become a lawyer, I went to the mailbox, and there were two things in that mailbox. One was a thin letter from the Washington State Bar Association. I had passed and the other was a check from the insurance company from the drunk driver that drove through my house back in the Law of Attraction episode. I literally fell to my knees that day, threw my arms up to the heavens above, and I remember thinking two things. One, (coughs) that we could afford dinner that night, and two, that my life would never, ever, ever be the same again. And I was right. It, it never was the same again. There's been lots of ups and lots of downs. And um, I hope to share some of those with you someday. But for now, recognize that even very, very planned change is hard. And it takes adaption. So give yourself a break. You're going through changes that you could have never even guessed of years ago. And so if after all of that time... I could be driven to my knees after literally preparing for more than 3,000 days. You're allowed to crap now over some unplanned changes that you're going through. It's okay. Give yourself that break. Uh, I've heard from an ex-friend that apparently you can get these really thin depends. That's for you, Ange. (laughs) Nice to hear from you. Uh, (laughs) And I digress. Um, If you're going to crap yourself, there's things you can do. But give yourself a break, because if even planned change takes that much out of a person that it can bring you to your knees, unplanned change certainly can too. Give yourself a hug and know that you're going to get through it. And I tell you what, I am Heidi, and I will see you tomorrow. This is the Surviving Changes Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Surviving Changes Podcast slogan is officially owned by 2021 inc the surviving changes podcast has been given limited authorization to use the slogan in various forms so long as we attach this disclaimer where appropriate and tie 90 percent of all net proceeds and half of our soul to 2021 inc's parent company surviving 2020 warning side effects may include growth nothing in the surviving changes podcast is intended to diagnose treat or inform if you learn something along the way that helps you to adapt instead of crap that's completely on you show notes can be found at survivingchanges.com don't forget sharing is caring